This is episode 510 of the Eventing Radio Show, brought to you by Eventing Riders Association of North America. We would like to thank our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. Find everything you need for eventing at bitofbritain.com. This week, we have Laura Collette, we have Natasha Springer-Levine, and we have Lauren Billies. This is Max Corcoran in beautiful, sunny, a little bit humid Lexington, Kentucky. And this is Joe coming from beautiful, sunny Ocala, Florida, as sunny and beautiful as ever. And you're listening to the Eventing Radio Show. So, Max, how's it Yo, going up there? It's going all right. How about you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. We had the yeah. tail ends of Tropical yeah, Storm did. Alberto. Al- Alberto. Got yeah. a little wet. Oh, yeah. It was, wet or, it was wet all right. So I, I went out on <laughs> um, Sunday Sunday morning to go and gallop the boys that are heading to Bromont. And so I sort of, you know, it wasn't that, it's not, it hasn't got crazy, crazy, crazy hot here yet. You know, yeah. like, I mean, we're not galloping at six in the morning right. yet. Um, so, but anyway, as I looked out, I looked at the radar, I was like, oh, here it comes. And man, did it. And as we're riding out the gate, it just came down and that was it. Oh, and man. we, there was not a single dry bit on, there's the three of anything. us that we went, anything, oh. anywhere. It was just completely and utterly saturated. Like, I mean, I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't take your telephone or anything, you know, like Probably. that was just going to, yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. it was wet. All right. But, um, that's what we come to expect down here at this, Bromont's this time. Week. You guys are going to, Bromont's fun. I wish I could go to Bromont. Bromont's one of my all time favorite events to go to. I love that okay. event. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Because I don't, it, it's not because of the 24 hour drive from Florida, I can That's assure you for that. Sure. Um, but it is because once you get there, it's just a little bit cooler. It's proper eventing weather. The ground and the going at Bromont is always been absolutely fabulous. Yes. Um, it is never too hard and they've got enough drainage and things now then that it's going to hopefully never, ever be too soft. Yeah. Um, the, the, the village of Bromont itself, we're in Quebec, so it's just yeah. like going back to France. Um, so for me, lived in, in Europe for those many years and competed in France that many times, I get to the supermarché and I'm like a small child <laughs> running around picking up salamis and pots of foie gras and things. Yeah. And um, then going to the, the little, um, it's a ski village, obviously, by winter. Um, so in the summertime, there's just an absolute array of lovely little restaurants and bistros and things that we can go to. And so I absolutely love it up there. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's a fabulous event. Um, it's never overcrowded or too big you know like it's just it's just a brilliant event so i'm yeah. really looking forward to it as as per usual um this year my lovely wife has managed to get out of doing the drive i don't know how but she <laughs> she, she's a smart um, woman good girl well so, yeah i mean so anyway um and she tells me she's gonna drive home with me but that remains to be seen so um we'll see <laughs> about that but anyway uh, so that's kind of 
but that's coming up. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. But it's been a busy weekend, Max, isn't it? There's been it, a lot, a lot a going lot on. A lot of events, yeah, a lot of events. I mean, what did what were we just saying? Mystic Valley, Virginia, CCI, Florley, Paradise, Willow Draw Charity Horse Trials, the Spring Event at Woodside, Equestrians Institute, May Days at the Horse Park, Casino. Horse trials. I mean, there was so much that was happening over the weekend. Plus, yeah. then we also had Houghton in England and Samur in France and everything else. So there was there was a lot a lot going on, which is cool because it's about that time of year, isn't it? Well, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, and we had a weekend off here in Florida, which is there you uh, go. ironical. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the, there is so much going on. And um, so congratulations to... Uh, Chris Burton, who won Samur, and yeah. um, we're going to catch up with um, Lauren Billis, who won the big class over at Woodside, um, and we're going to talk to uh, Laura Collett, who won the big class at Houghton. Yeah, um, and our well American as... girls did uh, did really well this weekend. Yeah, they the, did, didn't they? Yeah. They were great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they sort of had decent dressage tests and then finished pretty close to their, to that dressage score and um, give Leslie Law a big pat on the back. Cause he sort of has, you know, um, two of those girls that were competing. Um, they, uh, they're part of that under 25 program, which I think he does a really good job with. And um, that was awesome. It was awesome. So that's, uh, that's great. Um, yeah. Well, they second did. As a they, team and they, they only did. have the three riders. Yeah. Well, they did brilliantly, actually, didn't they? Because Hallie Coon was 15th, yeah. um, finishing finishing on her dressage score, and Caroline Martin was 17th, and she yeah. only added two penalties um, yeah. for time. And this is Hallie's first trip overseas, so that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, looking at the results at Houghton, it was um, – it's, I wouldn't have said it looks like the toughest course in the world. You know what I mean? I mean, there was a lot of a lot of clear rounds. Oh, I don't know. Well, maybe it's sort of 50-50. Um, but, um, you know, one of those ones where the show jumping plays a big part again. And, right. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to – this is like when you look at the – when you look at the results, everybody's show jumping clear, you know. Right. Um, and there's a handful of time faults in the sort of top 10, you know, but there right. were quite a few horses that went under time. I mean, obviously the going was good and plenty of room to gallop and things. So, yeah, yeah but congratulations to those girls. And I mean, that's really good. It's a really good experience and they're getting Leslie doing a great job at that actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I know yeah. he, he really enjoys it. And it's like, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's a father and he's got a business going on here and all of that, but, and he's got to travel a lot, you know, and I was talking yes. to, she Leslie and she said, Well, you know, she's going over for a week because he's there for three weeks, you know, and that's like it's quite a it's a big commitment for him. It is. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because they because those guys are going off to do the the CCI three star Bramham, um, the under twenty five thing. So, you know, that division and that. So that's it's a yeah, it is a commitment, but he he's he's I feel like he I think he's making a difference. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And like just getting experience into some of these kids. Um, yes. Early, early on, so that you know how, how we talk about young riders, which 
I mean, they say, oh, well, young riders is good for kids that want to get experience. Well, I think that's just a big crock, Max, to myself. <laughs> I really do. I think, it's just, yeah. I, think, I, I think it's just a way to scare kids out of wanting to carry on riding, you know. Right. Um, I, think, I think it's much better this whole under-25 situation where kids are getting out into the real sport and real-life stuff, going and rubbing shoulders with people like Mark Todd and Andrew Nicholson right. and stuff and yep. seeing, what it's, seeing what it's really not really like not a little sort of glorified disney world you know so i just for me i prefer it i think it's i think it's good for them and i think it's gonna you know putting putting it yes it's putting a bit more money into kids but it's like gonna hopefully pay dividends you know when they get a bit older down the road yeah no i agree yeah, I agree. No, it's pretty exciting. Yep. It is. It's great. Well, anyway, Max, we've got quite a – we didn't think we had a long show, but I think we probably have now. We've got, yeah. um, we've got a few people to listen to. But first, we will listen to our sponsors at Bit of Britain. Hi, Glenda Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we would like to take this opportunity to thank Bitter Britain for continuing to be our title sponsor for the Eventing Radio Show and for being one of the biggest supporters of eventing over the last three decades. If you need eventing supplies, there is no better place to go than BitterBritain.com. John and the entire gang are there to help you with everything you need for a successful eventing season. With the exception of the horse, you're on your own for that. Please support the company that supports you, BitterBritain.com, and like them on Facebook. Just search for Bitter Britain. Joining us now is um, UK event writer Laura Collett. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hey, so Laura, you had an amazing weekend um, at Houghton last weekend um, with a fantastic win with Mr. Bass and um, two other horses in the top 10. You've got sixth and seventh place as well. Um, tell us a bit about your weekend. Um, yeah, it was pretty epic, really. Um, all three horses um, performed brilliantly, and um, I had three amazing cross country rides and uh, they all, yeah, it was just a joy and amazing to get those three results. Um, I was just delighted with how they actually went. And then um, I was actually finished. I, I ran them out of order because I had a two-star horse to show jump. Um, so I was actually finished quite early on in the class and um, with no phone signal or anything. I didn't quite know what was going on and people kept coming up and telling me how I'd done. So, um, yeah, it was really special. So what, did they run in reverse order? Um, no, uh, the the three star cross country just ran. It was meant to run in number order, um, but I had to run mine early because I had the two star show jumping, which was in reverse order. Um, yep. So I ran. You know, I, I was I had my three finished kind of before half the class had gone. So <laughs> it was a bit of a manic rush, but it all seemed to work out okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So this was a Nations Cup as well, so they would have had to stuck in the order that they were that they originally posted, didn't they? Yeah, um, I I wasn't I wasn't part of the Nations Cup team, so I was allowed to run out of order. Yeah, which is handy. Yeah, yeah, really handy. Yeah. Well, tell us about tell us about 
first of all, tell us about the event and then tell us about the horses. I mean, like, Houghton's a pretty – it's a pretty cool event now, isn't it? It's been going on for a few years and things. Um, they do a lot there. They have a, a lot of different classes, um, or at least they used to. I'm sure they probably still do. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, it's – it's a really beautiful setting over in Norfolk um, with a lovely stately home and things. And, um, but yeah, no, tell us, tell us a little bit about the event and how it's sort of come on in the last sort of few years. Yeah. Um, it's a great event. It's an amazing venue. Um, I've been for the last few years and it's sort of got better and better. You know, there's the nation's cup um, competition there now in the CIT freestyle, which is another boost. Um, they've got a lot of, you know, full, full on days with show um, pony club show jumping, affiliated show jumping. So there's an awful lot going on. So it's a great atmosphere for the horses. Um, when we when we arrived, I wasn't too sure whether I was going to run Mr. Basque's Century because um, he goes to the Moulin. Um, and when we arrived, the ground was quite firm. Um, we've always had a lot of dry weather. And um, we had a downpour, luckily, on Thursday night. And the ground in the park where the cross-country runs was absolutely perfect. So I was delighted to be able to um, not only run them, but run them competitively and have a really good, confident-boosting run before his first four-star um, in a couple of weeks' time. So, um, yeah, it all, all panned out really well for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tell us... Tell us about these three horses. We'll start with Mr. Bass. I mean, you did a fantastic dressage test, um, sort of quite in the in the sort of low twenties, um, and he didn't add anything to it at all. He went clear around to time and clear show jumping. And I know that I just I I keep hearing he's like the favourite of, of he's the CIC Duke. master. Yes, he's very, is that very what good. it is? Yeah, he's the he's, CIC he's won, master. He's won a lot in the CIC three stars. <laughs> yeah, no, he's um, he's a pretty special horse. Um, I've had him since he was a four-year-old, and um, he's he he loves to run and jump. I don't really have much say how fast he goes. Um, he just sets out in a rhythm, and he just you know he just does his own thing, and I just have to sit back and enjoy the ride. So I'm very lucky in that respect. Um, he's uh, he won two CIC stars last year, um, but from sort of climbing up after the dressage, um, this year he's just starting to get a lot stronger and um, kind of understanding the dressage a bit more. So um, he's feeling really, really good and consistent in that phase as well, which is really exciting for me. Um, he's still, he's only a 10 year old, so he's still improving all the time. Um, and yeah, long long may it continue, really. But he's um, yeah, his special specialties are definitely jumping and and galloping, and he literally cruised around um, and very easily inside the time just by um, galloping and jumping in in his own way. So um, yeah, it's a, a real joy to ride such a special horse like him. Yeah, no, he looks like he's awesome, actually. And the other two, I don't really know them. I do know the Billy Bounce horse, and wasn't wasn't that a Chris King? King. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Billy Bounce, um, he Chris King um, competed. He had him from from the four year olds and competed him up to three star level. He did. Uh, I think he did one season as a nine year old at three star level. 
Um, He then picked up an injury and Chris then decided to retire himself from eventing. Um, So the horse had a a year out and then went to um, Kitty King, who did a year um, of intermediates and two stars on him. Um, He then picked up another injury and was basically last year was the beginning of last year we were told that um he wouldn't compete again and that and he came to myself um to basically do his rehab to come back to just to just be a hack for his owner um because Zaney King who's my head girl who is married to Chris King obviously knows the horse really well so that's why he came to my yard was to be under her care um, yep. And so that's what he did. He basically hacked, hacked her out with his owner for a year, and um, he just started to lose a bit of top line in the winter. Um, so Zane just said, "Oh look, will you just school him a couple of times a week just to try and you know keep him in shape?" And he felt incredible. Um, and I said, "Look, he feels amazing. Um, he's never, you know, he hasn't felt this good in in years." Because I rode him a bit when um, Chris had him as well. So I kind of knew the horse, but never competed in myself. And we just sort of started to do a bit more, do a bit more, and he stood up to it. So we got the vet to come back and look, and he was a bit gobsmacked, really, um, at how good he how good he looked and said, well, keep going and see how you get on. So um, we sort of had a bit of a dream that we could do a comeback, and I don't think any of us, myself, Zaney, or the owners ever dreamt that he would actually get back to freestyle and, and have such an awesome run. But... I feel very lucky to, um, you know, have a horse like him in my string, and long, long may it continue that he stays sound and can keep keep running at freestyle level. That's a fun story. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, and it's so nice when you put the hard work into it and it all comes right because there's so many times when it doesn't. I know, Max, but yeah, it was a lot no, of yeah, yeah. But it's cool. It's cool because there's a lot of horsemanship in that. Okay. Yeah. Because you start to say, well, you know, maybe she just have a bit of work because it just make him feel a bit better, and you know, and that's what we do. And then you go, oh, well, actually, he's starting to feel okay. And it's, I love, it, I love it when the horse tells you how he's yeah. going. You know, yeah, and yeah. That's a, what we said all along that we'd just go on what he was saying and how he was feeling, and kind of just keep feeling better and better. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no. It's um, oftentimes we um, we do things that, um, or people do things that aren't in the horse's best interests. And sometimes, you know, you got to listen to the horse, and it'll tell you more times than not, won't it, Max? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes people just don't listen, though, do they? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no. They worry about their own agenda more than yeah. You know, the, than yeah. the horse. Oh, well, that's a fantastic story, Laura. I really enjoyed that. And tell us about the, what about this other horse? Where did he come from? Um, so the papa, he's, um, he's a nine-year-old. Um, I bought him as a five-year-old. Um, he just ran a couple of the young horse classes in Germany. Um, and he's, uh, he's really sort of come on a lot this year. Um, he had a bit of time out as a seven-year-old because he, um, fell over on the horse walker and fractured his pelvis. So oh, he missed quite oh, a goodness. lot of the season, which was really, yeah, really frustrating and just like, one of those freak accidents. Um, so he kind of played a bit of catch-up last year, but he's come out really, feeling really fit and strong and he's kind of taken to stepping up a level really well. He did his first advance at Belton and, um, you know, really came on on the cross-country as a 
the more there was to for him to think about, the better he got. And um, he he did Chatsworth as his first CIC three star, um, and actually he went fantastically cross country. But I had a bit of a rider error at the second last, so we had a silly twenty penalties. It was my fault. Um, so I was kind of really determined not to let him down again this weekend, and he he came up with a good so. Um, he's definitely a really exciting young horse for the future as well. Wow, awesome! So, and and you were also makes... fifth in. Yeah, I was just looking because you you were also fifth in the two star. Yeah, what I a had heck a, of a weekend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. That's great. What a great, what a great weekend. Okay, so moving on, Mr. Bass, you said something about Le Moulin. Is that right? That's the plan. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> yep, and that's his first four star, yeah. Yeah, that's been his first four star. So um, yeah, it's quite, quite exciting because obviously I've had him since he was four, so he's like my little baby. So I got a bit precious over him, but. Fingers crossed. He can't go. He can't be going there with better prep run. So I have to go confident. Yeah, and tell and tell our listeners why you chose Le Moulin. Um, so he was he was actually entered for badminton, um, but he missed. We, we had all the snow and the rain and all the events were cancelled, and I just felt like he hadn't had the preparation that I would want him to to go to his first four star, and and so. Quite early doors, really. I pulled the plug on it and just said, you know, "There's no point going to the four star unprepared." So um, we rerouted to Le Moulin and um, you know re- redid his plan leading up to it, which was we did have. He was meant to go to Withington for the advance, but that was cancelled. But he's he's now had three really good runs. He ran at Belton in the three star Chatsworth and Halston, um, all in the three stars, and he's been um, fantastic and just feeling better and better in Halston the cross-country ride he gave me there was um, completely faultless and so I'm definitely going there very happy that I made that decision to um, to hold fire and wait he's, he's only 10 so he's got a lot more years to hopefully have a crack at badminton yeah 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 well it sounds like that was a really good decision um, because those runs have just been fantastic and should just set them up perfect for the Mullen you know Hopefully. So, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Now, right now, you're at Tattersall's, aren't you? I am, yes. So you must have a pretty big string of horses. What are you, what, have, what have you got going on at Tattersall's? Yeah, so I'm very lucky with the string of horses I've got. And then, um, I've got uh, one horse, uh, one star horse doing the six- and seven-year-olds um, called Camaro, who will hopefully aim for Lily on seven-year-olds at the end of the season. And then um, a really super nine-year-old called uh, London 52. Um, so he did one CCI two-star at the end of last year. And um, he's doing the CCI two-star here. And then hopefully he'll step up to three-star after this weekend. Fantastic. Fantastic. And... Um so yeah, for our listeners, I mean, is how, how what's it like there at Tattersalls? Is it hosing with rain, or have you been lucky? No, at the moment it's beautiful sunshine, so long may it continue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. All right, well, Laura, thank you so much 
for coming on the show and having a chat to us and having a great catch up with you and listening to uh, about all these fantastic horses and things. And congratulations again on another fantastic win for Mr. Bass. Um, and a, just a stellar weekend that you had at Halton. And uh, good luck this weekend at Tattersalls. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. And we'll talk Bye. to you again soon. The Eventing Riders Association of North America is the collective voice of riders, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA, your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. Joining us now is Natasha Springers-Levine from Event Clinics. Welcome to the show, Natasha. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. So, Natasha, you've got a kind of a, a neat um, new thing that that you've uh, bringing out to um, to the eventing world, or actually maybe not just the eventing world, but for us, it's the eventing world um, called <laughs> Event Clinics. Tell our listeners um, about your website and what 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 it can offer. Um, so we started in the eventing world and then sort of realized that there was a niche in for the show jumpers and the dressage riders as well. Um, and now we've got everything listed from, you know, your standard eventing clinics to some cow working clinics um, and schooling shows, et cetera. So our platform is meant to bridge the gap between riders and activities throughout the country. Um, we basically made a user friendly platform that organizers can go on and post their clinic information, but they can also run registrations through the website. So if you're hosting a schooling show, um, you can run all your registrations through one site and get paid through us without paying any fees, um, which is pretty incredible. So you're paid in full at the time of those registrations. So that's so people can go, uh, you know, and so when people go onto your website, it's event clinics. Is that eventclinics.com? Yep. Is that what event it is? Eventclinics.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yep. and, and so, so that, when you go, yeah. When you go onto the website, you go straight to the calendar of events. They're listed by date, but you can also search them by area. So you can search by area one or New York state um, or wherever you happen to be. And the greatest thing about eventclinics.com is that you don't need to log in to use the site. So we are public domain. Um, and that has been really helpful for many organizers because they're finding that more people are signing up because they don't have to have um, a login just to, to find out what's going on. Well, that's pretty handy. That's great. And so yeah. what, how did this all start? Is Are you the... Are you the the brains behind the operation? I am not. I'm just the mouthpiece. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I work with a wonderful lady named Tara. And Tara Sorcy is an event rider. Um, She just competed at Virginia Horse Trials this past weekend. Um, I think she ran around training level because she's totally fearless. Um, (laughs) 
And she started event clinics um, and built it around the payment technology. So she realized that the horse world sort of needed a way to pay lots of people out from one transaction. So the site can actually, let's say that you submitted a payment for $500 and that was to cover stabling as well as the cost of your clinic. I could put $250 into the clinician's account directly. Um, And then, yeah. And then the, the remainder would go to stabling directly. So it's actually for the clinician themselves, it's actually pretty great because as people sign up, the money can just keep coming into the account. You don't have to wait till you finish teaching and then you get this lump sum. Wow. Yeah. And the tech is usually like sweat covered and, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Joe, you teach a lot of clinics. What are are your thoughts? Well, I'm just on the website now, actually, Max. And um, I'm just having a little bit of a look at it and I'm going to go on the Sharon White Clinic. And I'm going to press that. I, I can't register because it's not highlighted. Is that right? Anyway. Yeah, I think um, Sharon's clinic is today, isn't it? So you might not oh, be able it's already to register been. because so it's, yes, it's happening. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I can register. Maybe look further down the calendar. Yeah, yeah no, no. I'm going to look further down and I'm going to try and register now on the Karen O'Connor website. Uh <laughs> The clinic and it says yeah selection three day all right so here you go you can um you can choose what you want to do you can tick the three-day clinic box you can tick the daily audit box the full audit the whatever you can choose a uh, a day stall and there's a video option i don't know what that is I'm, that looks quite interesting then you put in all your details and bits and pieces and your numbers um, yeah, no, it looks good. It looks it looks really good. I mean, I think what I liked on the first part of it was the full visibility, which I think is ma- amazing. You know, like you can go on here and sort of choose because that's one of the hardest things about being a clinician is actually filling the clinics for the people that organize them. Yeah, um, right. It's, you know, it's not, it's, it's all very well being sort of going around and teaching and things, but it makes it difficult and oftentimes what will happen is that your clinic in a certain area it clashes with some other person that's going there and all the rest of it so i think this is probably a really good way to um to just be a little bit more visible yeah um absolutely so i want to ask a question um when i do clinics um obviously you know the person that organizes the clinic is the person that pays me and Mm -hmm. um they, you know, they obviously get some sort of money or their lessons for free or something or other for doing all the, basically the hard, the hard work. And, and oftentimes those people are giving up a lot of their own students that would normally pay them. Um, so, you know, to, Joe comes in because they want to have someone a little bit different or, or whatever it is. How, how does, how does it work? How does this work in that scenario? I mean, like, can we have, have the payments go to the one person and they pay me or how to tell me how that works. Oh, sure. So, um, we have a partnership with PayPal and that's how our easy instant pay technology is run. But basically let's say that you were getting paid. I don't know what your clinics cost, but let's say you were getting paid $250 per session. Um, and you wanted the organizer to have $15 per lesson or something. You yep. would, um, 
probably the easiest thing to do would be to say that there's a secretary fee, um, which is a selection that you can make when you're setting up your announcement. And so then you would maybe say $235 goes to Joe and $15 goes to, I don't know, Alice. (laughs) Yep. Um, And when you're inputting your clinic information, there's um, a recipient one and you put the PayPal account and then recipient two and you put the PayPal account. Um, And that's how the system knows where to direct the funding. And so we don't have to ask for anybody's banking information or anything like that. It all runs through PayPal. Um, And there are no fees on those transactions for organizers. However, when riders sign up and submit online payment, they get charged like a convenience fee, sort of like how Ticketmaster works. Um, But it's only $2.99, so significantly less expensive than Ticketmaster. (laughs) So, I mean, the advantage I see in this, Max, is... um, from my point of view, sometimes the people that organize the clinics are too nice and too polite and don't take <laughs> the money yes, I know from the mean. people yeah. that come, for the people that book and they say, I'm coming and I'm bringing my daughter and we're both coming on the clinic and then two days before something happens and yep the person organizing the clinic and me, the clinician are the ones sitting there out of pocket because flights have been booked and hotels may have been paid for and rental cars may have been paid for, you know, um, I mean, that's on a, a a lot of the times I stay with the people that I'm teaching and, and they pick me up and stuff and we try and cut costs and make it as cheap as possible. But those things do happen. And, and like, you know, especially when you're thinking about flying to the West coast, you know, um, things start to get a little bit expensive. And so I guess this is one of the ways that um, people would probably stay a little bit more committed yeah, absolutely. Well, I think know, there's more accountability. They're very committed, aren't they? Once the money's been paid for, it's a little bit tougher to say no. Yep, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you haven't handed that check over, you feel like it's not your responsibility. Right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what other, what so, other pieces of on, information on do you want our listeners to know about? Um, well, I think they should just know how many opportunities are listed on event clinics. Um, and yes. I think they should also know how easy it is to post your clinic. So if you, if you ride at a barn that, that was you, my next question. You know, have some great clinics to... coming up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that was my, that was my question. Um, can you tell us, um, what we need to do like for our trainers or organizers, how we go about this? Um, Go to the website, and then in the top right corner, um, there is a button that says sign up, and you just create a free login, um, and then you have your organizer's corner, which is sort of your dashboard for organizing clinics and schooling shows. Um, Once you're logged in, you can then go through and pick what activity you have coming up, and we have all sorts of templates um, that, you know, indicate that you don't really have to go through and create um, an online flyer, so to speak. You can just sort of pick from the drop-down menu what you want to offer. Okay. And then you post it. (laughs) 
It's Sorry. Nice. It's not too, I mean, you know, us horse people, we're not exactly the most tech savvy normally. So it sounds like this is all fairly, fairly, I like uh, pretty user friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I also on, think, Oh, yep. Go sorry, on. go on, go on. No, you, you, you carry on. Oh, uh, it's really designed with horse people in mind. So it's completely mobile friendly. Like you could theoretically set up your clinic from your phone or check your registrations that you have coming in, make sure payments are going through. You can do that all from your phone. Um, so you could be cooling out a horse and checking if someone's <laughs> paid you or not. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We really so, just wanted people to have an easy way to click to register for things. You know, there's so much going on in the horse world and there's so much, so many wonderful educational opportunities, but it's sometimes hard to find them. So we wanted to put them all in one place and give people the, the chance to promote their businesses. Cool. So up on the front of the website, I think there's 10 um, ones here. And I pushed the see more events now button and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So is that, oh, no. How, no, no, but that's probably <laughs> just my old Mac, just, you know, like oh. <laughs> going at its usual snail's pace. Um, but so. Oh, yeah, there's lots. You, there's lots, Joe. Okay. There is yeah. lots. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah, there's yeah. stuff um, listed all the way through December. I think Buck Davidson is Whoa. listed. As teaching yeah. in Texas in December. Fairview Dressage presents there, Lisa no. Wilcox. Yeah, there's oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. July. July's a busy month. Goodness gracious. July Full day jump clinic busy. with Olympian top coach David O'Connor. <laughs> Jimmy Wofford, experts day jump clinic. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there's now I've got them. Going on. I've got them. I've got them all up here as well. Ooh, That'd be cool. <laughs> Finally, Joe, your computer caught up. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. It did. This is pretty cool. A so big there's bidding a clinic. There you go. That's different. Huh. A bit fitting clinic. Yeah, in Ohio. You want to go? Yes, with Kim Gentry. <laughs> yeah. She uh, represents Noya Shola, I think, and and does a really good job getting horses kitted out with various clinics or various bits. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I was reading the word clinics. Yeah. Wow. This is cool. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. Buck Davidson. Yeah. Well, I'm. Twelve eight and twelve so nine in Belleville, Texas. That. Yeah. This is cool. <laughs> and and then the, you can put flyers and all that other kind of stuff. That's pretty cool. And then you can go type. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, workshop. You want to do workshops? I gotcha. Yep. So you can pick yep. and choose exactly what it is you want to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, for organizers, it's really easy to just copy and paste the link to your announcement, right? And then you can share it in your email blast, on social media, and people can just click to, to enter. Um, wow. So and it just reduces all that paperwork and all the printing and mailing. And <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, organizing a clinic is fairly thankless. I mean, the only thing you really get out of it, like Joe said, is sometimes you get a free clinic spot. But it's a lot of work because there's a lot of, yep. it's just a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who can, how do you like, who can go on this? I mean, anybody, I mean, you'd have to have put in some qualifications or how does that work? Anybody can go on it. 
Um, you know, we have, we want everybody to feel that they have opportunities. So, you know, we've got sort of varied levels. Like you said, there are some Olympians and then there are some, I don't want to say lesser trainers, but cut, cut that. That was terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Some not as well-known trainers. Exactly. Some not as well-known trainers. So they're, they're sort of the full range of riding instruction and various opportunities and facilities. And this is cool because you can look up hunter paces and schooling jumping shows and fix the tests. You got all of it. Yep, exactly. Wow. Exactly. That's kind of cool. Yeah. show. Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. Oh, I know. Yeesh. I know, Joe, that gives you hives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A dressage show gives them hives? Schooling show. Yeah, because, you know, we hate dressage, us eventers. We hate it. Oh, come on. It's the I'm necessary a- evil. When you're talking to me. <laughs> no, I know. No, not that we didn't say we didn't like dressage people. It's just having to do dressage when you have to, you know, it's like, like I said, necessary evil to, to be able to go cross country. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. <laughs> right. Well, look, this looks like a pretty cool new thing, don't you think, Max? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's fairly yeah. easy to get around. You can type in whatever you can go type, and then it gives you all of these different things, and um, even I can work my way around this, um, <laughs> which is great. No, it, it looks like it's pretty cool, but I, what I what I really like is when you first log in on the front, it's just got what what it's upcoming and what is there and and all of the things. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's it, it's a very cool thing. It's you can be able to go and see what's actually going on, um, and stuff, and what's going on in your area. You know, like you can click, sort of. Go yeah. and click. Go and go and just choose a state. And it's going to be all there for you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, horse people like to plan. So it's good to have as much access to that information as possible in one place. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just sort of like, I think Joe and I are both sort of scrolling through the website going, this is kind of cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a look at it a bit ago, but then I didn't really, I was, I got busy, but this is really cool. This is great. Excellent. 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 So, and it's just as easy as eventclinics.com. There it is. Yep. Yep. And, and, um, and there's a, if people want needed some help, there's a, there's a question, there's a place of support thing and yep. So it's absolutely, yeah. Um, and that'll probably eventually get you back to me. So I'm happy to help. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, yeah. Natasha, thank you so much for having thank uh, you. time with us and, and being on the, on the phone with us. I know we've been planning this for a bit and I'm so glad we finally connected. And um, thank you for introducing us to eventclinics.com. We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> And joining us now, we are going to catch back up with one of our, well, actually, it's the only one, but our very favorite, Lauren Billies from Puerto Rico, who um, is in California. Uh, Lauren, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. 
So you have just had a really great weekend at Woodside this weekend. Tell us um, a little bit about, you had a couple horses there, so give us, give us the lowdown. Uh, yeah, I had three horses in the training level, um, those of which I've had the opportunity to produce in, for about a year now, and so um, that was really fun, and they're getting ready for the training three-day at Rebecca Farm, so it was a good final outing for them, and then I had my um, longtime partner, Purdy, Castle Larchfield Purdy in the advanced division, and he came home with um, the win for the big class this weekend. And so, and Purdy, he's had a bit of a, um, we haven't seen Purdy out and about too, too much, but he's back and ready for, ready for action, hey? Yeah, yeah, he, last year he was kind of sidelined for a bunch of small but um, important injuries, so we gave him the time, and so now, now he's back out, so I'm, you know, every time I get to ride him, I think I just am so thankful and, like, honored to get to ride him around a show. Yeah, well, and you know that I have a massive squishy spot in my heart for that horse because he is such a dude and he tries really hard and, and he's such a good boy. And um, it looks like you guys had quite a large, you know, a, a, the West Coast doesn't normally um, pull such a large group for the advanced level. And it looks like you guys had was a, quite a big division this weekend. Yeah, I think that um, a lot of people came down from Washington, Oregon, um, so that added a, a few to the class. And then it is a bigger show for us, um, the Maywood side, because uh, there is the Prelim Challenge and a lot of other exciting stuff. So everybody's getting ready for, for Rebecca Farm, and it's the last big show on the West Coast to, to do our prep for that. Right. And, and tell the listeners a little bit about um, the, the challenge, because it's quite a bit of money that's offered for the, for the Woodside Preliminary Challenge, isn't there? Yeah, it is. It's a $15,000 class for the uh, rider and horse division. And it's a really great opportunity because the preliminary horses and riders are showcased at that event. And so on Saturday evening, they do a big uh, show jumping under the lights, you know, in reverse order of placing. So everybody comes and sits and watches the prelim rider show jump, which rarely happens at the big events. And it's really exciting not only to see, like, young talent in horses, but also young and older talent in riders coming out and, and being in the spotlight. It's it's a really fun event for people to come to. Yeah. And it's interesting, uh, you know, you said that I remember years ago they used to, um, they had the DeBroke Challenge, which was um, a big um, thing for preliminary horses and they sort of had a, a one competition on the east coast and one competition on the west coast and their divisions were huge and it was a really it was a big feather in your cap to win that and um it seems like it's a little bit been lost i think it's kind of a neat idea to bring that back again yeah robert's been doing it for a few years now and it's kind of one of those things that like like i'll aim the horses i rode at training level this weekend at that event for next year you know because it's just a really yeah, it's a real honor to be a part of it, and it's great exposure for those horses. So, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a really neat, neat event. Yeah, it's a big, yeah. big crowd pleaser. And um, to, tell us about some of your, your new young horses coming up. I have um, one of them that I rode. Um, I rode for the people that I work for, um, Ann and Dave Johnson. His name is Grandiose Sky. He's a, a Dutch warm blood that was imported by Matt Flynn and um and he's a really nice horse and he's being produced for for Anne to get to ride around the level so I've I've gotten the opportunity to ride him and he's been a really great horse the other two are um named Canby Sweet owned by the Canby Sweet Syndicate and then another mayor named Calatina owned by Calatina Syndicate 
Um, and they're really fun prospects for the future. I went to Europe last year and looked at like a hundred horses over the course of, of course. two to three weeks. And yeah. And so the, these are kind of the ones that we had chosen from, from that group that we'd seen. So, um, yeah, they've proven to be really fun horses so far. They'd had limited to no eventing background when they came over. So I've had one for about a year now and the mayor all has had a year in September. So yeah, they've been really fun to produce. Great jumping horses, super movers. It's really exciting to like start from the beginning and and be a part of like their process and getting to the top. Yeah, and and t- you know the the training three day. Uh, you know, I love that you're taking your your young horses there. Um, you know, tell the listeners a bit because we've been trying to encourage people, professionals, to be taking their young horses because it is. I feel like it is a a, a good. Play, you know, it, it, to teach them to do the the the, the steeplechase and stuff. Um, why is that? Why you, is that is that part of your plan as as you chose to do the training three day? Yeah, it was because the. I think that like for these guys, it will be an opportunity for me to do everything from like having them on the jog strip to um, show jumping in a big ring. But I think most importantly to take them out on the cross country and let them get a little tired and, and the opportunity to get them fit for something that they're really going to be able to use themselves towards. So I'm really looking forward to it for these horses because like, like I said, they'd had minimal exposure to eventing before I got them. So to be able to show them in an environment where they're going to be pushed, but not past what they're capable of. I think it's going to tell me a lot about them. And I think that we can learn a lot from, from that opportunity. That's awesome. That's very exciting. Um, And you also have another big, you have another big event coming up at the end of next month, don't you? I am. I'm getting married. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what? It's so bad. My health insurance ran out like, this week and I was like you better not fall off Billy because number one you can't afford it and number two like you can't walk down the aisle cripple so I was was so thankful because I was like okay not only did we win but like we're home safe so I'm glad we're getting married and we're going to be I'm going to be sound (laughs) well don't forget don't forget we can sort you out with the riding insurance that Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's our, right. Our, our, our sponsors of the show, the NRA of NA. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or ERA yeah. of NA. No, you're right. Yeah. And and what is, what's, um, so that's very exciting. And that happens, what, at the end, end of June, yeah? Yeah, June 30th. Nice. That's really yep. exciting. That's great. And and your other half, he's a, a Spartan racer, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's a home health physical therapist and he's a OCR racer. So it's like very similar to what we do in, in the amount of intensity and craziness. Like when he explains what he does, a lot of our friends will say, and why, why do you do that? <laughs> okay. So can I just ask what kind of racer that is? Okay. So OCR racing is obstacle course racing. Um, it's where they have like a long course so it can be anywhere from three miles to 17 miles and they do military style obstacles as their trail running so like we went to his world championships last year and it was at squaw valley at the um the ski park in tahoe and he ran up the ski slopes up and down them twice doing like swimming through the river and then going under monkey bars and barbed wire crawls and carrying sandbags. I mean, it's grueling and you have like the fittest, most wild people on earth competing in this sport. It's awesome. So I, I sit <laughs> back at the, like the beer tent with a, with a breakfast burrito and just wait for him to come to finish. But 
<laughs> at a girl. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. That's yeah. great. And so what, what's uh, and what's my, our friend Purdy Licious? What's he up to the rest of the year? Purdy Lish is going to go to Rebecca Farm also and do the CIC three-star, and then maybe we'll make a little trip somewhere to do um, another CCI this fall. And then my goal is to gear him up for Kentucky next year. That'll be the, the real thing we're going for. So I have to see how Rebecca goes, what kind of funding we get, and then I'll decide what CCI we'll do this fall. Excellent. With him. Yeah. 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 I'm really excited for him. He's That's like great. He's gotten better and better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's like a fine wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, I love that horse. He's just such a dude. I just love him. He's such a good boy. He just tries <laughs> he hard. He's a dude. He is a yeah. good boy. Yeah, He's he so does. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what else What else do you want our listeners to know? What else is new out there in California? What else is big? Oh, we have a new we have a new horse show on the calendar in July at Twin Rivers. Oh, so wow. We're doing that. That's, that's really exciting to add something to our list. So, that, that'll be something going on. Jeff and I will be honeymooning, so I won't be going there. But um, that's something that's going on in California. And I think the eventing scene in California is growing. So that's been really exciting to see our divisions get so much bigger. Excellent. Last year. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And those guys, they, I mean, I feel like uh, everybody out there, they try really, they, you know, they want to they wanna make it better, which is nice. They do. Yeah, and yeah. I think the riders are getting better in. And Philip's been coming out once a month to to help the West Coast in in our training for cross country, and I think that's shown in the results and the quality of riding. Also, yep. so it's, it's been cool to be part of part of the development on our side of the country. Excellent, super. Yeah. Well, Lauren, yeah. thank you. So, we're going to let you go and teach your lesson because we sort of thank we you. sort of snuck you in on this on this one, but um, it's great to talk to you and. Um, good luck with everything coming up and give that pretty a little snuggle for me, please. Okay. Will do. Thanks so much for giving me a call. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, Max, that was awesome hearing yeah. from Lauren. Yeah. I know. I you know. love, you love yeah. that horse, don't you? Oh, uh, he's just a really cool horse. He just is one of those, you know, he, of course. And as you know, it's like, you know, I've traveled with Clippy. It's like you go on a trip with a horse and you get to know them so well and you hang out with them and you appreciate them. And especially going to something like the Olympic games is pretty cool. So that is, yeah. um, you know, and, and Lauren, she works really hard and, and it was, you know, just fun to be with them at that group, but just a great group of people. So yeah, he's a dude, he's a good boy. He's a big, big sweetheart. He's a, he's a very large horse and Lauren's probably five foot six at the best. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, he's a good boy. Fantastic. Good man. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. Max, you've got some you've got some news for us about your uh not so little Virginia yeah, horse trials. My Middleburg horse trials. My goodness, we moved Virginia, to Virginia Middleburg, yeah, sorry. Yeah, well it's still in Virginia. So yeah, mm. we um we moved from the um Glenwood Park to uh to Great Meadow Foundation and god dang our entries have gone a little haywire we've got we've got 300 entries this year and we were at about 170 last year so it's um <laughs> it's pretty exciting it's a little scary <laughs> but yeah oh yeah well, hopefully we're going to be able to um you know maybe add another level but this year we had to um build a water jump for our new event so we um i'm gonna put a little plug in we have we're on the tuesday after um there's going to be a clinic um, and we're raising money to help pay for the water jump because um, we're you know, just a pony club. 
Um, and it's actually a really cool idea. They've got Kurt Martin doing a fix around with the show jumping. Um, we have Chris Talley doing some cross country. And by the way, congratulations, Chris Talley, on winning the Devon eventing. Um, that was cool. That was a, a that lot was of awesome. That was pretty great. Yeah. It was yeah. Really yeah. Great. No, that, that was awesome. Congratulations to them all. Congratulations yeah. to uh, Sarah Murphy, who was second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she looked like for a minute there, she was going to win it two years in a row. And yeah. Chris Talley, when that, uh, that's when you say fortune favors the brave, I think. Max. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. He went smoking down that last line to that oxer as fast as he possibly could go. And I think there was three tenths of a second in it yeah. so it was made it an ex, you know, exciting couple of rounds at the end so well done yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and the other one is um uh, emily bashir it's a fix a test dressage fix a test and um you can enter on eventclinics.com yay um or you can look on the it's uh, the middleburg pony club website which is mocpony.club um, and it talks a little bit about what you can do, how you can sign up and all that kind of good stuff too. So, um, and if anybody and all the volunteers, anybody that volunteers over the weekend gets a free cross country schooling pass for, um, for Tuesday as well after the horse trials. So, um, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's cool. Yeah. Worthy cause. And well done for those people that are putting their time in there. And I hope yeah. you get an yeah. awesome an awesome it's water in, uh, jump max yeah no the water jumps built and um it's really nice and we're, we'll be using it um next weekend and lynn Samansky already did um and lauren spicer they've already donated some time and afternoon um which is awesome of them so yeah we're pretty excited it's going to be uh you know obviously new venue which is always growing pains of some sort so we're hoping that it's all going to work out correctly and we're just going to get bigger and better each year well, good luck with that, Max. Yeah. And um, I'll send you a text with a photo. I want to know how Clippy's doing. Oh, Clippy and me yeah. eating my foie gras at uh, uh, Robot. But, um, so, yeah, no, it's just it's it's such a shame, these two, two fantastic <laughs> events. I know. No, it's just a shame that they, they, that they both clash. But, um, so, but anyway. All right, more Max, it's been quite a long show and it's about yeah. time you got going with um the, the the last little bits yeah man so everyone thank you so much for listening to the eventing riders association of north america podcast you can learn more about eventing riders association of north america at era of na.com and our insurance lauren billies you can find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com follow eventing radio on facebook just search the eventing radio show and on Twitter at Eventing Radio. Listen to Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe by iTunes. Thanks again to our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. This is Max, and you can find me on Facebook, Max Corcoran Horse Care. You can find me on Twitter at MMC338 and on Instagram, because I've learned how to do that now, Joe. Um, and at wow. the same at MMC338 and uh, on my overdated blog, Max Crook and WordPress. Wow. And this is Joe and you can find me on my website, joemeyereventing.com. You can follow me on Twitter, joemeyereventr. You can find me on Facebook, Joe Meyer, or you can find me on Instagram, Joe Meyer. And I've got to start getting on with this Instagram, Max. Yeah, I'm trying. 
it's oh, tough. I'm trying to. Because yeah. I can't really keep up with it. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Oh, I, I think you can link your Instagram. you too many on and stuff. It's just weird. Anyway, but I think so- you can link it all together so then you never have to, um, then you, you, you can just post on one thing and it goes automatically to your Facebook and yeah. your Twitter. Okay, well, that's what we're going to do. There's some way to do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, if any tech experts out there that can help Max and I out, please let us know. (laughs) Because we're not real good at it. Yeah, yeah, no, we're trying to keep that one. Well, it's just just like you can't put a a photo on every single one. I want it all linked up. I'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, listeners, thank you again. And uh, we will talk to you in two weeks' time. Bye, everyone.